Right now we're talking about Canadian cities are reporting a rise in homelessness and tent fires. And joining us to talk about this is Tim Richter, who's the president and CEO of the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Brent. Well, uh, I don't even know where to dig in here. Obviously, let's uh, let's talk about uh, things nationally and how you see things. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just an Edmonton problem. This is a problem everywhere. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing uh, a wave of new homelessness across the country that really began during the pandemic and has surged uh, since. And we think uh, we we probably have between two hundred and sixty thousand and three hundred thousand Canadians experiencing homelessness over the course of a year, um, which is uh, you know a good thirty percent higher than what it has been. And that's translating into a lot of uh, people outside. Tim, I'm capacity yeah, sure. yeah, I'm kind of curious about the demographic here too, Tim. This, you know, some people may have this imagery of the people who are homeless and and living in these tent cities, but it, it would it surprise people? You think if they walked through there? Uh, I, yeah, you know, it could for sure. Like we're starting to see, the, you certainly see the demographic of homelessness shifting as people are really being pushed out the bottom end of the rental housing market. So it's everything from, you know, people turning up at Pearson Airport in Toronto um, seeking uh, asylum uh, from somewhere else in the world to right. uh, people, seniors being forced out of their homes to young people to uh, Indigenous folks. It, it really runs the gamut. Now you mentioned those numbers across the country. Any update maybe on the number here in the metro Edmonton area? Uh, well, it's tough to say, but I do know uh, for sure. Yeah, like I could, you, know, you can check Homeward Trust's uh, website. They keep a pretty uh, current uh, count. But one of the things that's uh, interesting about Edmonton in particular is that Edmonton had the largest reductions of homelessness of any major Canadian city, nearly 43% between about 2009 and 2019, right? And that was a stunning achievement. But that has been largely a race since 2019 and the cost of living crisis. So why do you think that was back then? We'll start focusing on where we're at now, but what do you think happened there? Well, I think it, first you had a focus effort to solve the problem led by Homer Trust, which was, uh, which wasn't is frankly uh, among the best in the country. So you you had a focused effort. You had the support of the provinces. You had a, a methodology they were following that's effective. But Edmonton also had a really good rental market. Right, and one of the things we've seen change in across Canada, and you've seen this in Edmonton as well, as is that the you know the rental housing crisis or the housing crisis, mm-hmm. we've, we just don't have the supply to meet a growing population, and more and more people are moving to Alberta and to Edmonton, and the cost of rent is rising. Uh, significantly and as the cost of rent rises and vacancy drops homelessness increases tim i hate doing this but this is what we all do who's to blame for this well this is the problem it's you know i i often joke that the homelessness is the political equivalent of a high school dance where you've got all the different level of government standing around the dance hall staring at their feet waiting for somebody else to go first yeah right this is a crisis that has developed over the course of 40 years and, you know, all levels of government have um, 
you know, basically just wash their hands of of housing as a as an issue until it becomes the crisis that it is today. Uh, you see the federal government stepping in. One of the things that happened with Edmonton was reducing homelessness is you had the province focused on ending homelessness, the city working through uh, Homework Trust focused on ending homelessness, but the feds weren't there. Now, the province is withdrawn somewhat, and the feds are in. So it's a real challenge, right, bringing all of these levels of government together to focus on solutions. Now, obviously, as we're talking, we're waiting for the court here to uh, hear some evidence on whether or not to extend an emergency interim injunction that was granted Mm -hmm. last week. Uh, We're expecting to hear something maybe later this afternoon around 4 o'clock, but let's talk about the city deciding that they've they've got to do a cleanup on these encampments. Does that concern you greatly? Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that encampments are dangerous. Um, It's not a place for anybody to live. But a police-led enforcement action that just pushes, you know, basically takes people's tents away, pushes them out, doesn't solve the problem. In fact, puts people in more danger because they'll they'll go somewhere else, they'll set up somewhere else, they'll be further from help, they don't have the things that they were using to survive before. There's not enough shelter space for them to be in. Now, we have in Canada and in Alberta a lot of experience in responding to disasters. Mm-hmm. If, this, if the response to encampments and the response to homelessness is essentially the same as the response to natural disaster, right? Yep. You. You know, you have a command center, you have a a plan like the city of Edmonton has, you, uh, you know, keep people safe from the emergency, you move them into shelter and you begin moving them back. That's the same response. This, with encampments, we need to be focused on getting a housing focused response that gets people off of the street and into shelter until we can figure out their housing and then as fast as we can. Pushing it around only makes life more dangerous. Doesn't solve the problem. It just pops up somewhere else. Okay, now let's talk about uh, the the aspect of if it stays the way it is, things are obviously getting colder, so they have to find a way to heat these tents. The concern that uh, I've been reading a lot about is fires in tents because it can spread from one tent to the next. Uh, your thoughts mm-hmm. on all of that? Well, I, I, that's just one of the dangers. This is the thing. Yeah. I mean, yes, that as is absolutely dangerous. That's one of the things to worry about. Um, but the flip side of a lack of heating is cold weather injuries, for example. And Edmonton last year reported a record number of amputations wow. um, due to uh, cold weather, like frostbite, right? And it's mostly people experiencing homelessness, right? So it's terribly dangerous. And then you have... or you have overdose, you have just, you know, violence. Um, it's, it's incredibly dangerous to be homeless. It's very dangerous to be outside. It's often dangerous to be in shelter. Now, obviously, the flames will spread quickly. These are mostly, mm-hmm. is, most of these tents are being heated by propane. Is that right? It ranges. Okay. Uh, you know, people will use everything from, you know, the camping stoves, yeah. you know, that you can you can get fairly cheap uh, to propane tanks. Any number of things they'll they'll jimmy together to keep warm. Um, uh, you know, open flame in a tent is for disaster. But even, you know, just here in Calgary last weekend, right. uh, three people were killed when uh, the shed they were seeking refuge in outside of Lowe's mm-hmm. uh, caught fire. And they burned it up. Yeah. Uh, Edmonton this year, by the way, has had two fire-related deaths at homeless encampments, but and there were four last year. So 
mm-hmm. I, I guess the the last thing we should address is what what needs to happen here if they remain there. How do we patrol and make sure that, or do we just have to let it roll and hope that everybody is safe? But it seems kind of dumb to do it that way. What do you suggest? It is, is kind of dumb to just sort of wait around and hope it gets better. Yeah. Uh, this kicking people doesn't oh. solve it either. I think we need to look at things, you know, like workforce housing. 40,000 people in Alberta are housed in the oil patch in workforce housing. We could set that up in in month and have people inside. Like there, there are options. So the only thing lacking is some creativity to problem solve. Tim, very quickly, the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. How do people track you down? Uh, our website is caeh.ca, and you can find us on X at caeh homelessness. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you very much. All right, there you go. Tim Richter joining us, the president and CEO of the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness.